We're at Greenack Farm in King Township to talk about a couple of upcoming films involving your Maple Leafs. Joe Tilly's Great Canadian Sports Show, coming up! Welcome to the program, and we have a very special program for you here today. We're talking about Keeper of the Cup. First of all, let me introduce to you, he was born in Eston, Saskatchewan, lives in Toronto, written, produced, and performed music for film, television, and theater. He was musical director of 90 Minutes Live. He's been nominated for numerous Gemini Awards. He has won several SOCAN Awards, contributed to the musical score for A Passion of the Christ, he played keyboards for Seals and Crops. He was founder of Live Unity Enterprises. Ladies and gentlemen, producer and composer Jack Lentz. Jack, welcome. Thanks, Joe. And from Toronto, he was a former amateur boxer and goaltender, winner of the Herb Carnegie Scholarship Award, HVAC licensed tradesman for over 40 years, president of JRL HVAC Intercare Brampton, longtime treasurer of the board for Victim Services of Peel Region, member of the Hockey Hall of Fame's Development and Preservation Fund, donor to the Hockey Hall of Fame, on the Hockey Hall of Fame Legends Gala Committee. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin Jones, creative consultant and executive producer. Welcome, Robin. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Also here today, he is an Oshawa native, graduate of Trent University and Loyalist College, a journalist at CBC, chorus, documentary filmmaker, done historical shorts, Full-length features on CBC, PBS, Super Channel, Chorus Company. He is the wanderingjournalist.com, the wandering journalist, producer, writer, director for Hockey's Lost Boy, the father of hockey, only the dead know the Brooklyn Americans, Heroines in the Storm, Marvelous Marley's, and the soon-to-be-released Being Least Nation, a film in three periods, Dale Morrissey. Dale, welcome. Well, thank you. Glad to be here. You All should right. just follow me around and just say yeah. that over and over. Make me feel better about myself. <laughs> nice to have that nice build-up for you sure. everywhere you go. Okay, I'll be your guy. All right, let's start at the beginning. Okay, Jack, tell us. Uh, tell us about the concept, concept for Keeper of the Cup. Well, it's a, it's a comedy, a feature comedy about the Toronto Maple Leafs. And uh, it's directed by Jason Priestley. Okay. has some wonderful uh, talent in it like Dan Aykroyd and William Shatner. And wow. uh, a younger ensemble cast as well. And the whole idea is to, to, to make fun of the fact that the, the Leafs haven't won the cup in a while. <laughs> Little. Uh, and, and, but poke good fun at it, uh, through a road movie where, um, three kind of loser hoser fans. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go to the seventh game, fictitious seventh game of the Stanley Cup in Chicago. And the Leafs lose in the third period. And they decide that they have to do something about this. So they decide to steal the cup oh. and, and bring it back to Canada. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. But it's also a road movie with heart because the whole idea is, is that the, the backstory is, is that Charlie, who's one of the three Poser losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie is the son of uh, a fictitious uh, member of the 67 team named Jack Harrison. Okay. Uh, played by William Shatner. 
Oh, perfect. And uh, Jack isn't feeling well. He's in his 90s. Yeah. And uh, so his son is worried whether he's going to have him much longer. Uh, so he wants to bring the cup back to his dad because for some reason he didn't get his day with the cup in 67. Right. Well, so no the, one did. No. <laughs> right. Right. So, so times have changed and, uh, and the whole idea is, is bring the cup back to Canada. Well, certainly a lot of Canadian content. It sounds like a, a lot of fun. Yeah. And Jason Priestley, I'm sure he's got lots of, I mean, we, we know him from 90210, of course, but I, he's been in, in the business a long time. Has he had got a lot of director credits? Yeah, he, he has a number of them. And uh, he's probably, he's one of these guys that has done everything. He uh, directed and starred in a series called Private Eyes. Right. That's oh, yeah. been on television for three or four years. And he's also a guy who loves hockey. But more than that, he's got a great comedic sense and great comedic timing. Right. And so he's he's very excited about bringing this ensemble together and, and making this movie. William Shatner, Dan Aykroyd. I mean, legends. This will be a lot of fun. Yeah, right? I th for sure. Yeah. All right, Robin, like, tell me, how did, what made you want to get involved in this film? Well, first of all, I was asked <laughs> and, and for, for my help and, and support. And, uh, and when I heard uh, about the project, uh, it, it was very interesting to me. And I felt... Um, was also very timely to have a comedy Canadian content something very passionate about the game of hockey my Toronto Maple Leafs right so it was for me it was a once in a lifetime opportunity to be involved in something and where somebody uh and some people uh sought me out to to support and 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 to help and I believed I could help them with some of the connections I have and people I know and uh it, it's far from my trade as being right. a tradesman but one of the center of tradesmen is we bring comfort to people. Right. And I believe this film was going to bring comfort to a lot of people. And I think that's really why I'm involved in it and why I want to be part of it. I think it's going to be a great success. And uh, it's a time where we need a comedy. And it's also a time we need to uh, reflect about who we are and have a little bit of humor. And, and uh, But also celebrate. It's, it, it celebrates life in itself. Um, as Jack mentioned, it's, 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 it's really, it's a, it's a love story of a father and, and his son, you know, and, and to give him his chance to have the Stanley Cup when he didn't have his chance. So it's something I, I really feel it can resonate, uh, with myself and, and, and I think with everybody. So this was a no brainer, uh, to get involved and, and to support and help him out in any way, uh, I can. And, uh, we, we like to have fun, um, in this, uh, you know, this uh, brotherhood um, sharing our life's journeys and stories. Also, I got a warm up here with with Dale, right. um, being executive producer of uh, Being Leafs Nation. So that right. kind of warmed me up to uh, uh, you know participating and supporting uh, something that I love to do. Well, no question about it, Robin. And we we know you're a, a lifelong Leafs fan, a good friend of Johnny Bowers, and, mm -hmm. and you and Johnny used to spend a lot of time together. I know that. And, uh, you know, we all miss him. What a gentleman he was. As evidenced by the man cave here, uh, clearly a, a, a lifelong Maple Leafs fan. And, uh, you know, to help spread that brand, I guess, is kind of fun for you as well, right? It, it really is. And, you know, I, I really spend time um, looking at the history and, and, and look at the legacy. And like you said, a, a person like Johnny Bauer taught me a lot of things about life, about life after hockey. A lot of these players do a lot of great things in supporting their community um, and, and really, you know, helping people that need their help. So in, in, 
in that uh, context of uh, just supporting the people around us. The game of hockey, the Toronto Maple Leafs, there's lots of history. It's, it's really part of our culture that I really believe in that I think we need to embrace about who we are, where we came from, the people who we interact with and help, uh, help us grow. Right. And, and the game of hockey has certainly grown and, and the people around it. And this is just a very important part, a chapter where we've got on one side, we got a documentary film on the actual history of the Leafs. And on the other side, we have, a, you, you know, this, uh, road comedy, um, that celebrates a, a very cherished franchise and something that's very Canadian. And, you know, seeing those Leaf jerseys all over the world, all over across Canada, uh, makes you feel proud to be part of that fraternity of, of, uh, of fans. And, uh, you know, we know how to, we know how to lose. We know how to win, yeah. but we all dream about this moment of, you know, raising the cup. And, uh, I think that's what keeps us, uh, keeps us going and, and keeps us motivated and inspired. Wow, that could be. Could it be this year, right? <laughs> Dale, uh, you know, producer of uh, uh, being being Leafs Nation, uh, a film in three periods. Um, first of all, how is that film coming along? Where, where are we at in that, that stage of in the stage of production and release? Well, it's at the stage where it feels like pushing a giant ball of Jello up an increasingly <laughs> steep hill, um, and, and that's what the stage is where it feels like. It. So it's like every time we get a little bit further up, some of the Jello falls off the side, and you're scrambling yeah, to try yeah. and put it all back together again. Um, so we're we're trying to get it uh, to the finishing stages now. Um, we just proof of concept and work on it. And which was good because it was kind of like workshopping it, which mm -hmm. is, I guess, more of a something to think of for doing a play. But it was great to workshop it and do proof of concept. So uh, when you're type writing it out, you realize, oh, maybe I am spending too long talking about this one segment of, of their history and not enough time talking about this. And then you think, well, geez, you know, is this too melancholy at this point? Is it? You know, am I too down on them at a yeah. certain point? Because as a someone who was, you know, raised a Leafs fan from the moment I entered, you know, the world screaming buck naked, <laughs> um, you know, it's ingrained in me to be a Leafs fan. But you have to take that hat off and you have to be objective. And, and as you know, when you're a journalist – and you will sometimes be harder on a subject that you have some affinity toward. And so as someone who is a Leafs fan, I'm probably a little bit harder on them when I'm doing this film. And so, uh, especially when I'm working on period three, which is called the circus comes to town, mm -hmm. which deals with, of course, Harold Ballard and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I think, geez, I don't know. Am I being too hard on them at this point? I mean, you know, I talk about Ballard and, you know, the death of Stafford Smythe and, and some of the things that Ballard did and, you know, the WHA basically stealing away some of the best talent the Leafs had of that decade. Mm -hmm. Is it too melancholy? And so those are the things I have to revisit. Um, and then there's some, then you find there's holes of interviews that you want to go back and try to reshoot. And then you look at your bank balance right. as a yeah. Canadian documentary yeah. filmmaker and you go, <gasps> 
honey, do we really need to eat this week? Craft dinner, that'll work. Um, do the kids need uh, new shoes and boots for the winter? It's, so that's where you're at. And, and you know, we're, we're getting there. And I think that's maybe a long way of me telling you that we're getting there. And it's, it's, you know, and when I show people, they're excited. And so that's good, too. So tell me about the tie-in between your documentary and Keeper of the Cup from your vantage point. Uh, well, I think the, the glib smart-ass answer is, you know, my my documentary tells you why it's so painful to be a Leafs fan. Yeah. And, and Keeper of the Cup tells you why, hey, this, you know, don't worry. we If you can't win the Cup, we'll just steal it and bring it to you. Hey. Um, but but I think the, the, the but I think the 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 honest answer is um, is that there's a partnership that can exist there. There's there's you know, I, I don't want to use the buzzy word synergy because right. uh, I'm not in marketing. That's right. not me. But but there is that that connection between the history of the team, the heritage, the legacy, and the the you know the backstory, if you will. And then, you know, knowing your history of the club that you cheer for, and then, you know, you appreciate that. So you can watch this motion picture. It's, it's like, you know, people who in baseball, for example, there's a lot of great movies that are made about baseball that are dramas and comedies and stuff. And they exist not in a vacuum. They exist because the fans already know the history of their team. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite baseball movies actually is uh, For Love of the Game. Kevin Costner is a fictional pitcher on his last days as a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. Well, anybody who knows history of the Detroit Tigers understands that team and how terrible it was to be a Detroit Tigers fan for a long time in that era when Kevin Costner's character was pitching for them. And so I think that's where something like my documentary kind of goes hand in hand with Keeper of the Cup. What do you think when, when you, when you think about that history, Jack, the, uh, you know, you know, that you know, the dedication of the fans in Toronto and, and you know, the history, I mean, how much of that plays into it? Uh, how, how, uh, how worried are you about being spot on when it comes to the historical aspect of the movie? Well, I think that it, it's a great question, Joe. I think the big, I think what Dale said is so so interesting too, because part of the reason that we're we're really looking, and you're probably one of the first people to know about it publicly, right? That uh, Robin really had this idea, and I welcomed the idea because I thought, you know, what do both films represent? Both films represent a passion for the team, mm -hmm. passion for hockey, passion for the fun of sports, because you know the joy, the joy, the joy of it. yeah. I, I think that all of those things play into this idea that we can have a, a documentary about Leafs Nation in three periods and have a comedy feature that's mm -hmm. more fictional, but still addresses the same kind of love, passion, joy that, that, that a team like this brings. And also just to understand the history, like I'm really hoping that the two films will really be complementary to one another so that that history really emerges for people. You, you don't just know about it from the point of view, of, oh, I wish we could win the Stanley Cup. But look at the history of this team. Right. So, uh, speaking of the team, where are the least with this? And how are the least with, the, with this, this concept? And the, yeah, the NHL, and where, 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 where are we in terms of... Uh, well, uh, everybody's approved. Endorsement. Yeah, Every, yeah. Everybody's approved the script, for example. Right. That took a while. Right. When you think about the Leafs, the Hawks, right? Right. Because they're the... the uh -huh. 
Chicago Blackhawks are the other team um, that we lose to. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I just did. Well, well, that'll be in the trailer, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, see the trailer, they, oh, they lost. Yeah. <laughs> there has it's to be the a, least we're going to assume they lose, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we call it, a, in, in film, we call it a critical incident. Right, right, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And so we know what that is, right? But I think that the whole thing, and the NHL, and the Hockey Hall of Fame. So everybody that you can yeah. imagine as a as a fan, everybody has to have something to say about it. And we're yeah. through that stage. Right. Everybody loves the script. The script started out just for fun from a, a guy named David Turner, who's a yeah. huge Leafs fan, a Canadian uh, screenplay writer. And it started out as a little bit more raunchy mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in thinking that, you know, we could maybe do that. It didn't end up that way. Right. <laughs> Ends up as a family comedy because it has to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's actually served it well because the, I think the comedy is, it's not, it's not high concept comedy. I don't think since Dumb and Dumber, there's been a high, high right. concept comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we love Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, so the idea is, is that it's still a, a very funny movie, but it's got heart to it. Right. With the father son story. And then there's yeah. a romance that, that blossoms as well. Right. Yeah. And we can't wait for Keeper of the Cup, too. Comedy. There it is. Yeah. Rob, Robin, your involvement with uh, with the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, tell me, what do you, where do you see it from that standpoint? Well, there's there's another film. Uh, it's going to be premiered uh, November 13th, I believe, is the release date. And that's a, that's a one-hour documentary series uh, with TSN and the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, featuring from 2000 to... Uh, 2011. Um, so we're going to be uh, dedicating that uh, to Johnny Bauer. Oh, awesome. and uh, and it'll also um, be brought to you by Being Leafs Nation. So it's it's just another. It's a film that I was got involved with with Hockey Hall of Fame to um, help through the development and preservation fund uh, to raise money um, uh, to preserve our film. Right. So it's, it's really full circle for me because I started off in this journey with the Hall of Fame to help protect its archives, help pre- preserve, um, the very uh, delicate film that, that we have in, in uh, custody that was deteriorating to the point where if it wasn't uh, going to be transformed in a digital format, uh, we'd lose it. And as a part that I was very passionate about because there's a lot of historical heritage history with our game uh, that we don't want to lose. And uh, so I thought of if, if this is how I can help uh, preserve that. And um, it's, it's just, it's full circle for me because to be, to have these gentlemen on my side and, and uh, I'm involved with their projects um, makes me very happy because um, this, this game it brings a lot of joy to people over mm-hmm. over decades and generations that we share this passion, whether you're a Leaf fan or a Chicago fan or a Montreal fan. <laughs> it really celebrates the heritage of um, of what you know Canada claims as its game. It's like, this is our game. And um, that part of history is important to tell the story of how it came about. So when we watch what is uh, today's hockey, um, it's important also to know where it came from and, and those trailblazers that helped create this game, it, you know, to be the inclusive game, to include all people, 
and women and no matter where you come from, uh, you're embraced here in Canada and, and we, we welcome you into our game and it's made the game better and right. it's made it approachable and reachable to people. It inspires people. And, uh, so anytime we're talking about hockey, um, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's easy for me yeah. because it brings joy yeah. into my life and, and, and I know it brings joy to others. And, and so the more it's being, uh, spoken about and it being embraced, I think is a really good thing because it reminds us all that this is part of, uh, who we are. And, uh, the fact here we're on our farm, I, we actually, we have four ponds. Right. And so in wintertime, you know, we, we have a Zamboni here that I refurbished. Uh, I tell the Zamboni driver, wear a life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta know. be, you gotta yeah. be careful the time of year you're, nice, you're out on that. Yeah. But it really does embrace uh, the heritage and, and where the game came from. And uh, being from Saskatchewan, I know yes. because uh, Johnny used to tell me about the road apples. Right. You know, they didn't yeah, have pucks. Those are they had the, the road yeah. apples. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's a very humble way of how uh, the game started and, yeah. and how it, in, you know, help it develop the, the passion uh, for people uh, that's very live today. Yeah. And so going back to uh, what these uh, great creators of film are producing will we'll also be part of the archive of, of our history of our game. And that's why I think it's really important to support, to support these films and to support the filmmakers and the people that are involved in it. It's a, it's a great part of, of our heritage. Yeah. And, and I just want to add, it's sure. important to note because see, with, things don't get made without people like Robin. Right. Right. Like, you know, you watch on the TV screen, you watch a TV show, or it's your favorite show, right? And you watch a movie and go, hey, that's a really great movie. But you got to look at the long list of credits that are there for a TV show, whatever your favorite show. It could be a crime drama. It could be, mm-hmm. you know, something on PBS. It could be a documentary. It could be, you know, a half hour sitcom or whatever. But things don't get made without people like Robin who come up the bat and say, yeah, I'll be first in. I'll be the executive producer on something. And then when it's something that he's extra passionate about, I mean, they don't jump in unless they have a passion for it. And then when he's extra passionate about it, all of a sudden, he's not just executive producer, but he's your head cheerleader. Then. And he's the guy who's going to knock on doors and he's going, hey, well, why don't you get this guy in the film? Well, I don't know that guy. I know him. The next right. thing you know, sure. you know, Lanny, yeah. Lanny McDonald, Lanny McDonald's in your film. Yeah, Ron yeah. Ellis is in your film right. because he, he just knocked on the door and said, hey, come on over. Let's get in the film. Well, and they the love guy, my suit. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why he shows up in that sweater. That's probably why. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but uh, I mean, we can joke about it, but that's very important to know. Though, right. is that guy, things happen because people show people up. People back and, in, right. I got yeah. played sh- sh- Shinny on Robin's fun, by the way. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say that Robin has the honor and privilege and joy, whatever, between historical and hysterical. Historical meets hysterical. There's there's your line for the movie. Shirt in the making. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Historical meets hysterical. Now we we know it's going to be a a big hit, obviously in Toronto, Southern Ontario, probably Canada. I'm assuming. Do you think this transcends uh, both sides of the border in Europe, uh, et cetera, et cetera, John? Absolutely. I think one of the reasons why is because you know hockey has really become more internationalized in the last decade, Uh, and not not that it was never. Uh, as big in Europe, because hockey was always big in Europe, Russia, you know, we look at Mm -hmm. the the 72 series, Mm -hmm. but now television, see, has taken over 
Right. And now these, this game has television as it's, I mean, when you think about these franchises, they've been able to sustain all of that expansion because of television. Mm -hmm. And so television in, in Europe, television in, in uh, so many countries now that where people are learning about hockey mm -hmm. and enjoying hockey right. and where they can watch it on all kinds of, uh, from all kinds of sources. Like live play is, you know, uh, Sweden's version of Netflix, right? Um, Jason um, Priestley, one of his jobs this fall is he's playing a, a role in the Bori Salming story. Oh, right. Which is not just a movie. It's a series. <laughs> right. Okay. And I'm trying to think. I did, I did four, I did the music for four Don Cherry movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, keep your head up, kid. And, yeah. uh, had the great, the grat, the what was it? The grapes, grapes of wrath. wrath. Grapes yeah. Of wrath. Yeah. And, and, you know, his whole story. And I, I never thought CBC would, would do four two hour movies, but they did. Yeah. And they were the highest rated movies that CBC's done. Right. Wow. So it just gives you an idea of how, how significant the fan base is. And that's now international. Right. Uh, when we're in Florida, our, my, my boys love to go to the, the, uh, Lightning or the, the or Panthers? No, the the Panthers games yeah. because they are a lot of fun. Right, and uh, you know you just see how intense that we we saw Montreal there. Mm -hmm. There were as many Montreal fans as there were Florida fans. The, right. the arena was full, and it was just right. rocking. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's a lot of people who love hockey, right? Right. So I think it'll translate very well, and that's the reason really for having international stars in it, people who. I think Dan Aykroyd is uh, his movies have done over a billion dollars worldwide. Wow! Right? Yeah, having Dan Aykroyd, William Shatner, Jason yeah. Priestley involved, this is yeah. this is massive. That's yeah. very very big. So I think it'll carry well in uh, internationally as well. And, yeah. and if I can just add something to to what Jack said, uh, because I'm on I'm on Twitter a fair bit because of being Leafs Nation, um, like there are Leafs fans that are popping up, and they're from Scotland, and they're from you know the UK and they're and and they're following the team and they're staying up until like mm -hmm. whatever three o'clock in the morning over there so they can watch the game live and stream it live. And so it's becoming a big deal. And then we get into like Sweden and, and other parts of Europe. So then what they're doing now is they're they're following whoever their favorite player was from the Swedish junior team or whatever team that the Leafs have drafted a player from and come over. And now they become Leafs fans because the player that played in their hometown where, you know, Finland or Sweden and, and, and they follow them through now. And right. so it's, it's, you know, the, the fan base is growing exponentially and it's incredible. Yeah. And um, again, also because when it comes to being able to view content, mm -hmm. there's so many more options over there to be able to, it used to be well region one, region two, you know, tape won't work. Well, well too bad. Or the DVD yeah. won't work too bad, but now you can watch it on, you know, Apple TV and Netflix and Amazon and all these things. And it's just a matter of getting it there. And I get people saying, Oh, I've watched your documentary and the guy's texting me from Helsinki or something. Right. And I'm like, okay. you know, it's, first of all, how did you understand it? And second yeah. of all, yeah. how did you get it? We had a layover when we were in China we had a layover at the airport for a while. And, uh, I watched the, uh, Oilers and uh, flames. There you go. At the airport in China. So, so, so yeah, Keeper the Cup. It's, it's, <laughs> so when Keeper the Cup is, is, you know, yeah. has its theatrical run right. and then it goes on to a whole yeah, video, yeah. people all over Europe are going to be scrambling for, for sure. This thing. Yeah. It, it will be good. Um, 
any any final thoughts, Jeff, before uh, we wrap this up as you're listening to Robin and, and anything sparked? Well, just just a, a big thank you to you for what you're doing and a real honor and pleasure to meet you. Yeah. And I hope that uh, you'll you'll come and be part of our movie. Yeah, oh, for sure. I can play a sportscaster real good. Any I've day. done that in a few few different uh, shows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, listen, I want to thank, thank you guys for being here. It's, it's been awesome. Uh, the movie is Keeper of the Cup, coming soon to a theater near you. Don't miss it. We'll have more sports. Paul Patsku is going to be standing by. More Joe Tilly's Great Canadian Sports Show coming up after the break. Guests on Joe Tilly Sports receive a gift certificate from Classica Imports. Top of the line, imported men's clothing. Check out the Classica Essential Collection now. Go to shopclassica.com. Addiction Rehab Toronto, Toronto's number one alcohol and drug treatment center. Saving lives, reuniting families. The only treatment center in the province to offer medical detox, treatment, sober living, and lifetime aftercare all in one place. Our unique and specialized programs are designed to equip our clients with the tools to successfully lead a life of dignity, respect, and purpose. Let us help save your life or your loved one's life. Call today for more information or to facilitate an intervention. 1-855-787-2424 or visit addictionrehabtoronto.ca. Joe Tilly Sports is brought to you by COSA, Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, providing a united voice for harness horse people racing at Ontario tracks. Check out your benefits today at COSAonline.com and check out COSA TV on Facebook and YouTube for all the latest harness news and live action updates. Live racing year-round. Go to hpibet.com for all your wagering options. Become a member today, and your first bet is free. That's hpibet.com. Do you know why that happened? You didn't fix your ball mark. The birds around here are very protective of the course, and when people don't take care of it, this is what happens. It's pretty simple. Just find your mark, fix it, and at least one other. Hey, look at the bright side. We're not up on the northern course. They've got bears and moose. Visit moregolf.ca today. You'll find everything a golfer could need from balls, gloves, and clubs to custom fitting opportunities and training gear. Go to moregolf.ca and get $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just enter the promo code JTSports. Welcome back to the program. Our next guest is a Toronto native. He's a graduate of York University. He's an author, NHL historian and archivist, video librarian, historical consultant for CBC, Sportsnet, Leafs TV, ESPN, 
He's won the Canadian Screen Award for Best Visual Research, the man responsible for the great video we have on the program. He is co-executive producer of Being Least Nation, a film in three periods, and he's working on some other projects which we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the program, Paul Patsko. Paul, good to have you here. Well, thanks for having me, Joel. You know, it's always great to, to catch up with you again, Paul. You've got such a great vast knowledge in your, your video library, I think is second to none, certainly when it comes to hockey. I know you're, uh, tell us first of all, let's talk about a film, uh, Least Nation, a film in three periods, and uh, your contribution to uh, to that film. Well, that's an exciting film to be involved with because when I'm involved with something, I always do things differently. Not the same old thing. We know who won. We want the backstories. And I have the video and I have the audio and I have all kinds of material where we can tell things that people don't know or show them things they don't they've never seen before and correct history. That's why this is going to be so exciting. Well, I noticed that because, you know, when you're on the show and we have your video on the show, we have a guest on the show, you provide us with video that, that blows them away that they haven't seen before. I know when, uh, you know, uh, we had an interview with Ronnie Ellis uh, at the team Canada selection and uh, press conference and uh, he was being interviewed at the time. He said, I've never seen that interview. That is so cool. Yeah. Same thing with, with Paul Henderson when we saw his daughters being interviewed uh, uh, the, the day after his goal was scored. I mean, you come up with some incredible video. Uh, your, 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 your library must be massive. It is. Uh, we started off in old VHS tapes to DVD to MP4. And it's a lot easier now to store everything and back them up on computer and you can just uh, hit a switch and you can bring it up. And, and I, I, I have everything listed, but it's all in my head too. Like there's so much footage that players haven't seen or people haven't seen that I still have that people should be able to, to look at. And, and what I love about it is mostly it's not just a, a photo or, or the video, it's what's behind it. What's the significance of it? That's what I can do. That's what's so important. Right. And the significance at the time, because right. that changes so much. Um, so also, uh, you're working on the project for the CBC, the 72 series, the summit series. Uh, tell us about your involvement with that and, and, uh, excited about that being, you know, aired soon. Well, I've been pretty busy with that. Um, it's four parts. Uh, and there's four different producers, and we've got all the best people working on it. We have, uh, they're all award winners, and, the, uh, and we're telling the story from different angles. We've got new footage, we're talking to people we haven't talked before, and we, we have to do something different. You can't just say the same thing. I've worked on many documentaries on the Summit series, but you need something different, and we've done that. And you'll see on the four-part series. So somewhere stored away, somewhere, sometime somebody stored some 72 Summit series that we haven't seen before. And now we're going to get a chance to Let, see That's that. right. It, mostly outtakes, color outtakes from ice level and off the ice, people that have never seen. Also the intermissions that people haven't seen. Right. You know, and the radio, Bob Cole and Fred Scambetti's interpretation of things on the ice. You know what Foster Hugh and Brian Conacher said, but how about some other voices? We've got that too. There's, and you never know what you can find. Like Red Berenson had a video camera there in Red Square. 
Wow. Red, do you still have that? I think I do. So he dug it up, sent it, and we can see his home movies, the Red Square, and you see Henderson, you see all these guys walking around. It's different. Wow. It's nice. I'm looking forward to seeing that for sure. Uh, also working on uh, video compilation and a book from the 72. That's so. right. Uh, I'm doing a book with Sean Bitten, Alex Braverman. We're doing it from a different point of view. We're, we've interviewed people who haven't been interviewed. For instance, um, Game 8, last few minutes, a lot of tension. We always heard from the Canadian bench what was going on, you know. Mm -hmm. But we've talked to the stick boy who was at the bench and, and tell, tell us what was going on in the Russians there. That sort of thing is in the book. Right. People who are there who have, haven't told the story yet. That's why the book is going to be good. It's called When Canada Shut Down. And it will be a few more weeks before it's, it's, it's available. But we have a lot of, I mean, we, we've had Tretyak and Yakushev and Mikhailov. We've had all kinds of different people. What we also have, the forward is by Paul Henderson and, Vlad, and Tretyak. Wow. And we've interviewed them. We've interviewed a host of other people that telling us different stories. Most 72. 72 stories that people mostly haven't seen before or heard before. All right. Another story you're working on, uh, the Boreas Salming movie. That's uh, tell right. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's exciting. Who wouldn't want to work on that? They've even got the... Um, they're starting filming today, actually, in Sweden. They're coming here in October to do more shoots. And we've got, um, they've got the actress picked out. He looks a little bit like Bori at that time. Yeah, right. I forget his name now. They're all Swedish actors. Yeah. And they're going to come over here and, and they're going to tell the life story from when he started with the Leafs to when he ended. That's not doing the Detroit, um, year or anything right. after that. So, and they're going to go through everything, even the stuff with the flyers, the way they brutalized them and, and all that. So um, that's going to be interesting. Movies are different. You can play around with uh, a bit, you right. know. Um, you can stretch the facts a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Composite characters yeah. or you can do that in movies to an extent. Right. And I worked on movies before the Oh, Terry Sawchuck film and all that. So, but you have to keep it as close to what really happened as you can. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, people are going to call BS. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And I always like to have things accurate. They don't always listen to me. Yeah, right. Um, because it's a movie and they have to follow the script and right. they have a point to make. And so I, I try to keep them, you know, close to the... Right. What really happened? They do have the artistic license, but you're there to keep them on the rails. So that's right. Relatively. That's why they hire me. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Paul, I, I'm looking forward to all of all the uh, upcoming films. Of course, being Leafs Nation, a film in three parts. So, Paul, I, I just want to say, Paul, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's great to see you again, and uh, looking forward to the next uh, Leafs uh, lunch, uh, the uh, the Heroes lunch, and the next. Uh, of course, we we didn't touch on this, but I want you to say briefly, talk us about the Hockey Time Machine, uh, that oh, great the, uh, yeah. you know YouTube uh, uh, program that you, you produce once a week. Well, when the um pandemic started 
we couldn't get our alumni together. So we thought we'd try a, a Zoom. And then it just got bigger and bigger. And we went to a show called Hockey Time Machine, where we do events for the past. We've had outstanding events. We even had Scotty Bowman and Cornway, those people asking to be on. We even had Chris Hadfield on, talk about his relationship with his grandfather with the Leafs in the 30s. And and it's just incredible the number of people that we've had on, big names that they actually want to be on. So I could name you. We've done almost 100 shows now, but it's on Thursday night. And, and this Thursday night, we have the people doing the documentary talking about how how to make the documentary of 72 series. We've had um celebration of the 67 Leafs. We've done... So many, uh, and it become very popular on YouTube because right. we they're more relaxed. They'll tell us things that you normally wouldn't hear from them. Yeah, and we use video clips and audio and everything like that. So it's it's um, every Thursday night on YouTube, the Hockey Time Machine channel. All right, looking forward to the next episode. All right, Paul Pasco, we'll be back with more sports. Now, my Cosa Swiss pick of the week. Last week, I went to Mohawk for Thursday night's third leg of the Ontario Sire Stakes Grassroots Series for two-year-old pacing Colts and Geldings. I took the number four horse, Joker on Jack, with Sylvan Philly on driving. Had the lead for a bit, but the four to five favorite, what you looking at? With Doug McNair piloting for owner-trainer Greg McNair, took the lead and held on. It was tight along the rail for Joker on Jack, who held on for second, followed by Verdun. This week, I'm Looking at Tuesday night's ninth race, a trot. I like the number nine horse, Cool Muscle, winner of two straight. He just finished no worse than fourth in his last 10 starts. Jody Jamison drives. I also like the 369 Exacta and Trifecta. A reminder we've got the Canadian Pacing Derby and the Maple Leaf Trot coming up on September 3rd. For all the racing updates, visit Costa TV on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to hpibet.com for your wagering options. This is the Excellent Sports Adventure. Brought to you by Lycom. All right, welcome to the Mini Scotiabank Arena here in the Man Cave at Robbins. The 163rd edition of the Queen's Plate at Woodbine. And oh yes, our show last week, our panel, we have nailed it. Yes, Sandy Holly, Don Lupo, and I were unanimous. We all picked the filly, Moira, named after Catherine O'Hara's character on Schitt's Creek. The Minkster had the lead most of the way. Ironstone would make a move heading into the final turn, but watch out for Moira with Rafael Hernandez aboard coming hard on the outside as they headed into the final turn. Let's pick up the call from track announcer. Robert Geller. And here comes the filly, Moira, and she's exploding down the outside, and in the blink of an eye, has raced to the front, and it's Moira, out in a lead two lengths, racing home his Hall of Dreams down the outside, but the mighty filly has devastated them, and the 163rd Queen's Plate is a big win for Moira. She is stunning, wins six lengths, Rafael Hernandez with his second Queen's Plate victory. Trainer Kevin Attard finally breaks through and racks up his first win in Canada's biggest race. Hall of Dreams was second, followed by plate trial winner Sir for sure. The time was two minutes and one second and four. A track record 
for a mile and a quarter. When you, you want to get out of the, the, uh, the horses in front of you, you know, the, so you just move out. She gave me everything. She gave me another gear when you turn for home. You know, she was unbelievable. Thank you, X-Men Group. Here, Mr. Kevin, he do the every all job, unbelievable. Thank you for the opportunity. Let me write this unbelievable filly and uh, choose something else. I've longed for this one for a while. <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, I've been down this path with a few horses that I thought I've had chances. Obviously, I was really excited today uh, with this filly, uh, but it's just such a hard race to win and, and you don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm here now and I got this trophy in my hand and it's like Raf said, it's a dream come true. Uh, I worked really hard. I, you know, I have a great staff and, you know, uh, the, the groom, Peter, the exercise rider, Karina, uh, my assistant, Denton, you know what I mean? He's on top of her with her feed schedule, making sure she's cleaning out the feed tub. And uh, it's just, uh, there's so many moving parts uh, why I'm standing here today. This guy to, uh, to my left, Donato, He's uh, giving me a good opportunity, and uh, the guy uh, right there in the tan suit, uh, he's taught me everything I know, and uh, it's just a great moment, and so happy right now. Yeah, he's a great dad, and he's very, very proud. Great to see Canada grab gold at the World Junior Hockey Championships in Edmonton, the summer variety. It was oh so close, going the other way. Finland with a sure goal in overtime in the final, but no! Mason McTavish bats it out of the air, then clears it away before it crosses the line. Amazing hand-to-eye coordination from the captain from Carp. The tournament MVP, the Canadians take the title for the third time in five years. Well, just when it looked like they might be f -f -f fading away, the Jays got back on the rails. The story was pitching, folks. Game one of a huge series in the Bronx. Jose Barrios comes up with his best road start in a long time. Barrios allowed just one run over six and two-third innings with nine strikeouts. George Springer had five hits but suffered another injury. Vlad Guerrero went deep. A 9-2 Jays romp. Even Yusei Kikuchi pitched a scoreless inning. The next night, it was Kevin Gosman's turn to shut down the Bronx Bombers. He allowed four hits over seven innings, seven strikeouts, a 4-0 whitewash by the Bluebirds. Next game, more of a team effort on the mound. Mitch White got the call. He bent, but didn't break. Allowed seven hits in one run over four innings with five Ks. Four relievers helped out to combine for a nine-hitter. Jays toppled the Yanks 5-2 to make it three straight. The Yanks were able to salvage the series finale, but... Hey, three out of four in the Bronx, the Jays will take it. Argos with a chance to solidify their hold on top spot in the CFL's Eastern Conference, but Calgary St. Peter's in town, along with the CNE, a fun night, yes indeed. Boatman have lost running back Andrew Harris for the season. That's not much fun. Chris Kelly in for short yards on third down, gets what he needs and plenty more. He would cap the drive with a score, but the Stamps would rally. Rene Paredes with the go-ahead field goal, his third of the game. Calgary hangs on to win at 22-19. They're six and three. The Argos fall to four and five. Ticats and Alouettes in Montreal grappling for second spot in the East, both three and six heading in. It came down to this. David Cote from 48 yards out as time expires, splits the uprights. The Owls win 29-28. They're a half game behind the Argos. In Regina, the Rough Riders said hello to Nathan Rourke and the Lions. Rourke 
lays it up, and Brian Burnham makes a phenomenal one-handed grab. Rourke, who hails from Oakville, had another amazing game, but late fourth quarter. He is sacked by Pete Roberto. Uh, Rourke hobbles off with a sprained foot that could keep him up for several weeks. He's got to have surgery. The Lions win at 28-10 to improve to 8-1, but they lose their star quarterback. A missed opportunity for Toronto FC. They settled for a home tie against New England. Then they dropped a 2-1 decision at Inter-Miami. They're four points out of a playoff spot. Boxers from across the province gathered at the Kawarthas. The war at Ennismore. A 10-boat card. This is action between Abel Shadow Shamelas of Ajax in red and gold and Kava, the cat safari of the Scarberian Club in Scarborough. Safari took the decision. Hosted by Corcoran's Boxing, Jay Corcoran was a two-time Masters World Champion, an Ontario Champion. He's a police officer. His fighters did well. Dan McCall got the nod over Nathan Medibo. You never know who you might find as an MC at one of these events. Yes, that's Nick Ferguson getting the decision here in a women's boat. Jenna Karen of Ajax earned a split decision over Lindsay's Amanda Patterson. The fighter of the night went to Corcoran's Nick Julian who stopped Jed Mulcahy of Ottawa's Beaver Club in the first round, 48 seconds in. Other winners included Keenan Cates of Niagara Falls, Aiden George, and Logan Sayers of Sarnia. Yes, Boxing Ontario is alive and well. Now, some of Canada's top boxers, past and present, gathered for a little reunion in Mississauga, a fundraiser to support local boxing. Boucher, Mike Strange, Billy the Kid Irwin. Look at these guys. All right. You don't get a better bunch than this. Buddy Leach Canadians Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith both cracked the top 10 in the BMW Championship. Connors advances to this week's Tour Championship. Mike Weir was second at the Champions Tour event. And now it's our shot of the week. God damn it. Four! Jamie Thomas, Pierre Laliberti to win the Wind Dance Member Member Championship. Oh, what a championship it has been. That's a big Calcutta. Today's environmental tip keep your drinks in reusable containers. Instead of buying individually packaged drinks, consider buying a bulk container for your favorite beverage and buy a reusable bottle. Not only will this help the environment, but it will also help you save money. RICOM, passionate people who turn complicated business problems into simplified technology solutions for public and private sector real estate, properties, portfolios, and enterprise customers. Optimize and future-proof smart buildings from the ground up. The latest in fault locating, base building network design, Managed services, cybersecurity, data analytics. Our fault detection will support all smart strategies, define projected outcomes for capital planning, and reduce environmental impact. RICOM, smart protection solutions. At RICOM, we're building a path to a smart and environmentally friendly future. And we want to thank all the folks who make this show possible. These are friends, trusted business associates, and all around great folks. We highly recommend them all. 
Reminder that the show is available on iTunes, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcast, and Pocket Cast, as well as the Spanglish Network, Zingo TV, and Buzz TV Live. Also, you should check out our YouTube channel. There are past shows, weekly sports casts, all kinds of cool segments. Like and subscribe. It's free. Thanks once again to Jack Lenz, Robin Jones, Dale Morrissey, and Paul Pascu for being on the show. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next week when Demi Chalkis, the race car driver, drops by. We'll see you then. Joe Tilly's Great Canadian Sports Show is brought to you by Brian Gribben Insurance Planning helping you solidify your financial future. At BGIP, what we do that's unique in the marketplace is we show people how to spend and enjoy their money in their early years of retirement without the fear of running out. Also, we're able to do this without you having to change financial advisors. Please look us up at bgip.ca today. Let's book a 30-minute phone call to see how we can bring value to you and your family in your planning. Call Brian today for all your retirement needs. We did. 905-686-5678. Do you want to buy or sell a home? Could 31 years of real estate experience help you? Why not speak to an amazing team that loves to overpromise and overdeliver? Aldo has a tremendous team of experts on staff. They are committed to making your next real estate transaction smooth and comfortable. Call 416 Get Aldo or visit getaldo.com. MNP a leading Canadian national accounting, tax, and business accounting firm. MNP proudly serves in response to the need of their clients in the private, public, and nonprofit sectors. Through partner-led engagements, MNP provides a collaborative, cost-effective approach to do business and personal strategies to help people and organizations to succeed across the country and around the world. With local offices in Oshawa, Mississauga, Burlington, and more, Their team is here to support you. Visit mnp.ca today to learn more. Hi, I'm Joe Tilley. This November, join me and my wife, Penny Claire, for a trip of a lifetime. Two weeks in Egypt and Jordan. Imagine yourself riding a camel beside the Great Pyramids, cruising the Nile River, viewing the temples at Abu Simbel, exploring the desert at Wadi Rum visiting the ancient city of Petra, and swimming in the world-renowned Dead Sea. Only $41.99 all-inclusive, with direct flight from Toronto, free upgrade to five-star hotels, and the cruise. Visit tripopo.com and book today to get an extra $100 room bonus credit. Let's travel. The UPS store in Brooklyn wants to help your small business thrive. We offer shipping and more like our pack and ship guarantee. Plus we offer graphic design services, fast digital printing, secure document shredding, and mailboxes with a real address. Visit 31 Baldwin Street in Brooklyn, Ontario. Say you saw this on Joe Tilly's Great Canadian Sports Show and we'll tell you how to save 10% every day.